what's up, Beta? This is Eduardo. We're here for episode 11, and I'm here with our co-host. Xavier Puente, that custom guy. And today, we're with one of the most probably well-known local collectors uh, in San Diego. His name is James White. He doesn't need any introduction because almost I'm pretty sure everybody that collects in San Diego probably knows about this guy. So without a further ado, we're going to get on to um, how he basically started everything. I know we're going to embark in, into a big-ass journey right now, so <laughs> right. I'm, I'm, I'm glad to have you on, man. Yo, James, glad to have you here. First of all, I just want to say, dude, amazing setup. I mean, as soon as I walked into the door, my eyes were just like, oh, my God. It's like, who needs Toys R Us, man? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I have a lot of you guys to thank for that. Actually, my start actually was Eduardo and Ben. Oh, the guys who got me started in this. They kind of gave me some lessons, gave me some history, gave me some ideas, and uh, actually helped me get started in a lot of the stuff that you see here today. A lot of this stuff. It was, I think if it wasn't for them, uh, I probably wouldn't be where I'm at right now. Uh, I started, believe it or not, I went to Ben's house. <laughs> And I saw his uh, Hobby Lobby fire escape and he had some DC figures on it. And I was like, you know what? That would be perfect in my man cave. And I, that's all I wanted to get was just a fire escape and a couple of figures on there. And as you can see, it kind of got out of control. <laughs> I, I know you've told me a couple of times, but I, I, want you to, I want everybody to know how long did it take for you to get those, that fire escape? Oh, my goodness. It took me... Because you had been looking for... For like a, almost a year. <laughs> to look for the fire escape, just the fire escape. I started collecting figures. I said, when I get my fire escape, then I could start. And I went everywhere in San Diego, everywhere in Mexico. And we even went to Utah, believe it or not. From Utah, from San Diego to Las Vegas to Arizona, all the way to Utah. We stopped at every Hobby Lobby we could find <laughs> trying to find a fire escape. And they, they finally found one. Huh? And finally found one in, in, in L.A., believe it, on our way back from uh, our trip. Crazy. And then, do you remember? Cause I didn't, I didn't know you until after Ben had introduced me to you. Yep. That's how I met you through Ben. Yep. Prior to that, what was your experience? How did you first, first start collecting? And like, was this part of your childhood too, or no? But no, believe it or not, April of last year is pretty much my start with action figures. I've been collecting comics since I was like about 12. What, I'm 56 now? So yeah, it's been a long time. So I know all the figures, I know all the characters, everything, I know all the stories. I had a really big comic book collection, about 27,000 comics. And uh, unfortunately, I had an accident in my house and my son broke out my garage. And I uh, lost all of my military uniforms, all of my, a lot of stuff I bought back from overseas and unfortunately my comic book collection. So I started collecting again. I got up to about 4,000 comics, but it wasn't the same, not at all. After you lose, I mean, since 10 cent comic, 12 cent comics. And so I said, I can't do this no more. I, I didn't, my heart wasn't into it. Yeah. And then I started watching uh, a lot of TV. And at that time, Marvel movie studios were just starting to come out. Okay. DC and Marvel started coming out. And I started seeing all of the figures and I was like, man, this is awesome. It brings back my comic book childhood memories. And so, like I said, then I told my wife, I'm, I'm going to start getting some figures. And I started collecting. I didn't have nothing really, a couple, maybe four or five of them. And that's when I said I met Ben on uh, one of the offer-ups. And I went to his house 
And that's when I saw his Hobby Lobby Fire Escape, and I was like, that is the coolest thing. I remember that's the first picture I took. I said, do you mind if I take a picture of this? And I took a picture of it, and we started laughing about it. And I promised myself I was going to have that Fire Escape, and I was going to put some figures on there. And that's what I did. <laughs> yep. So, uh, pásate, pásate. come on in. We were uh, slightly interrupted by this guy, Luis. <laughs> Sorry. So... Um, he basically, he had, he was here when we got here before we started recording, and he came uh, to pick up some figures. But um, we could, I guess, we could also introduce his story. Um, so, when did you start collecting, and um, how did you get all this started? Well, basically, everything started when I, my my mother gave me a collection um, of the Simpsons, and. I took the decision just to sell it because it's been just uh, sitting on the on the closer for uh, like around five years. So I I decided to sell those and at first I thought I was gonna get like twenty bucks or everything, but I tried to sell and I get like hundred and fifty uh, oh, things for a lot of uh, the <laughs> collectors guys that I I know around here and basically after I knew uh, Mr. James, <laughs> I'm so. Constru and uh, construction uh, and bring them all shelves on my wall. <laughs> uh, I know you have a, a good friend, Sixto. Um, shout outs to Sixto. Um, I know that. Did, did you already? Did you meet him through collecting, or did you meet him like before? Uh he's uh, my wife's cousin. Oh, okay. So I knew him for. Uh, since I knew my wife. And he was collecting already or not? Yeah, he was yeah. already con uh, collecting. He basically is a DC, the DC uh, fan, yeah. a huge fan, mm -hmm. especially Superman. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I, got a lot of my, I got a lot of my figures from him, from oh, Six from DC, yeah. All my DC stuff, mm -hmm. the, my, my start, most of my DC stuff came from him. <laughs> How long have you been buying from, uh, from James? Almost a year. Yeah. yeah. I tell you, I'm, I'm, <laughs> when I started, I got a lot of loyal customers that come on a regular basis, and I appreciate them. That's why it's two types of people. You have the collectors who I support 100%, and then you got the scalpers that come to try to get stuff for low price and sell it for to make a profit. So, I mean, I support both of them. But, it's part you know, of the game, you know? It is. You can't yeah. complain. And I don't, I don't hold it against nobody. You do what you do. Yeah. yeah. I feel the same way. And whenever they come... You know, buy stuff from you, your prices are reasonable, your prices are... I have the best prices in San Diego. Nice. nice. And, and the thing is, once you buy from me, you get the family discount and wrap. <laughs> hey, plug, it, plug away, man. That's, that's <laughs> what we're here for. That's what we yeah. want to support all the local, mm -hmm. you know, collectors, yeah. all the local, you know... The local talent and just like talent. in general, you know, the toy community, it, I, at least in my opinion, should be... Uh, loyal and strong, you know, because oh a lot of people do get mad when when people are giving out deals, you know, yeah. like they get mad. I know some <coughs> people get mad because we lower the prices and stuff. Yeah, and like, why are you sell them so cheap? You're only yeah. cutting me. You're making me look bad. I'm losing money. And I was like, well, you know what? It's a choice. Yeah. I mean, I look at it like this. That's why they have Target and Walmart. 
Yeah. <laughs> you go to Target and buy that stuff for expensive, or you go to Walmart and get it for half the price, but it's the same thing, you know? Yeah. At the end of the day, it's what you're happy with. So yeah. people are happy, and I think it has a lot to do with presentation. If you make somebody feel comfortable in here and you sell them something and you make them feel like a deal and everybody knows what's the first thing I say. Are you happy with this? Is this fair to you? Yeah. That's one of the number one things I say to everybody because if I don't, I don't want anybody to leave here feeling like they got ripped wrong. off. <laughs> Nobody. And you ask anybody that ever comes here, the last thing I say to them, are you happy? Is this fair to you? Are you leaving here happy? If they are, okay. If they're not, I said, well, what can I do that you'll leave here happy that I don't know you'll come back? And I say that to everybody, no matter how many times they come. And I just told them now, you yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. so happy. I, I used to do the same thing whenever I used to do trades, like with mm -hmm. Hot Wheels or, you know, yeah. that thing. Because you don't want that later on person to be saying, oh, you know what, James, I, yeah. I, I, I got what I wanted, but I, he ripped yeah, me he off. he ripped me off. I paid <laughs> too much. I'm not going back much. there. Yeah, and word of mouth is one of the big strongest things. Yeah. If they tell their two friends, and their two friends tell two yeah. friends, next thing you know, like you said, I get cold calls. Hey, you don't know me, but such and such <laughs> told me that you got the best stuff. Where's my phone? <laughs> That's what they tell me. I just had somebody uh, text me two seconds ago that said they're coming here from L.A. <laughs> they said somebody told me about you and I want to come here. And I said, okay, come on by. And they said, so that's it. And I had people came from Arizona, Los Angeles, San Francisco to come down to San Diego. I hear San Diego has a big, you know, toy collecting community. Yeah. So that makes me happy that we're known. Yeah. And it's not just me, it's all of us together. Because yeah. we all network, we all talk, we all share information. Mm -hmm. And... I want to talk about something that I freaking witnessed today. I don't know if you guys saw the post uh, from Mike Freitas that post he posted. I think on San Diego Toy Collectors and the Collector Showroom and maybe like, I think the BFW. Mm -hmm. And he basically posted some, some of the some Star Wars figures. Like he posted a little bit of everything you know that they had in the in the store. Mm -hmm. And um, I went after he he posted that. I went like maybe a couple hours later after my soccer game, mm -hmm. and all the cards were were bent. And when he got there, they were not bent. Like, they had been barely... And they were, like, on clearance. Yeah. But somebody went over there and freaking bent the freaking cards. I was like, damn, like, these fucking dudes. Why would dudes. they do that? Wow. So they damage it because they know everybody is going to want a mint card. And then they'll go... And when it goes lower on clearance, they'll buy it. And then they'll sell it for cheaper oh, price. Yeah. There used to be a guy too that does it on. Maybe it's the same guy too. Maybe it's like, the same guy. Uh, the high wheel stuff too. Like he'll bend the cards and you know just so people won't get them. Or... That's unfortunate. These actions of a few affect. A lot. Yeah, it's freaking crazy. I remember last year we had a problem with the guy taking all the BAF parts out of oh, all the yeah. boxes. Oh yeah, it's probably the, the same guy. I think it might be wow. the same it guy. Could be the same it could guy. be the same guy because. He's probably infiltrated in, like, one of the groups, you know? Yeah. Or, like, because he, I remember, I've seen people say that they, they're all part of, like, this one group or some shit that does stuff like that. It's, like, retarded. That tries to undermine our success or yeah. all the accomplishments we try to make or all the networking that we do. They try to undermine it. Yeah. It it's crazy, it's cool. but I don't know. But uh, a while back, they used to, they, somebody put the picture, right, of some guy who they thought. It was Paul Pundla. Oh yeah, I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> he's been up for, like in a couple of the groups, you know. He's the guy that is known for like mainly known, which is crazy because Caesar Gamboa saw him 
on on freaking KUSI one time like live. Really? Yeah, <laughs> it was crazy, and he was like, "Oh, we found him," and like joking around and stuff. It was <laughs> it was hilarious. Yeah, that's funny. So James, uh, we were talking earlier. Uh, you know, I saw a lot of your figures. You say right now you're just collecting one style. Marvel. <laughs> I, I I when I first started, it was eclectic group of everything. I had a little bit of Star Wars, a little bit of Hot Wheels, a little bit of uh, Dragon Ball Z, and I was just grabbing everything because I didn't know what direction I wanted to go in at first. Uh, I wanted to see what was what fit for me. I love Dragon Ball Z. I watch it <laughs> ever since the 80s. I've been watching Dragon Ball Z. I love Star Wars 1977 from the first Star Wars movies. Hot Wheels. Everybody had Hot Wheels when they had cars. I used to have tracks going through my bathtub, all through my house. So, you know, it, it brings out the kid in you. It makes me think of everything I, I had when I was a kid and said, if I had money when I get older, I'm going to get this and that and that. And I do. And the kid in me comes out and my wife allows it. So I love it. She doesn't uh, discourage my, my hobby. I mean, believe it or not, the sad part is a lot of the collections that I buy are from guys that their wives or spouses or girlfriends yeah. said, nope, yeah. you can't have you can't this have collection no more. I don't want it in my house. Get rid of it. And it's sad because I think everybody should let their passion, what they have inside, come out. Yeah. And so when somebody is forced to give it up, it makes me sad, but yeah. I'll, I'll do what I have to do to keep it going. And then this... This will keep going until I get tired of it. Yeah. And I don't, I don't see that on the horizon nowhere. So. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, <laughs> well, that's good that your wife support. Because I know a lot of especially, like, well, not me in particular. She mm. doesn't really, I mean, she minds that as long as it's not, like, there's a bunch of shit all over the place. <laughs> but it's hard, you know, and it just it sucks is. that they're in that situation. Because it's, it's like putting extra stress for something that some, yeah. somebody is actually uh, passionate about, you know. This kind of like our, our outlet. Yeah. You know, like uh, everything else is stressing out outside, and yep. we come in, we look at our figures, and we look at it, and you know. And I can just escape into my into my fantasy world. Yeah. I walk through this door, <laughs> and all everything else goes away: work, kids, responsibilities, bills, all of that <laughs> stuff. I deal with every day, but when I walk through this door, it's all gone, <laughs> and I come here into my Marvel universe, and this yeah. is where I'm at. <laughs> You're probably thinking. Oh, what kind of paperwork would that leave? Like, wait a minute, how come Iron Man's helping? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. And then there it goes. There it's like, oh my goodness, Daredevil fell down. Let me fix this. <laughs> so I completely forget. Yeah. That's right. What about you, Luis? I know that you work for, like, you work at Tesla and stuff, so how is the stress from Tesla relieved through the toys or not? Yeah, absolutely. And mm -hmm. also, I like uh, music. I like to play the guitar. And I used to be... Uh, music teacher in, in Mexico oh, oh, really? yeah. so plus the figures so okay, you already collected when you were in Mexico then? No, no okay no uh, the only thing I used to collect uh, was the vinyls and CDs oh, okay and yeah. Uh, okay. but yeah like, like I said once I I, I knew games everything <laughs> starts I used to like collect you know those um, like a cards or training mm -hmm. cards I didn't play that but I like I to collect but um, mm -hmm. About figures, never. Before. Never. Yeah. So, what was the first figure that got you like into like? The first figure, I believe, it was a Hulkbuster. Yes. Yeah. That, was, that was the first one because my kid, uh, and it was funny because it was the one of the most expensive um, build of figures at the time. Yeah. And uh, I was helping that day to Sixto um, because you guys organize uh, like the a sale. Yeah. Yeah. 
and uh, it was pretty. You know, sometimes I feel that uh, this is Dance Destiny, you know, because that day he forgot his, his, the cover for his canopy. Yeah, And I wore the canopy. That's absolutely true. <laughs> I forgot my canopy, and we were having a toy sale, and I was like, it was about yeah. be 90 degrees that day. Yes. And he came up and said, hey, you know what? I got an extra canopy. Do you wanna do you wanna use it? And I was like, seriously, I didn't know him, but I was yeah. like, dude, that is the coolest, nicest thing. So after that, I was like, whatever you want, dude. Oh, that, that was at and the at the at the yes, collector showroom. Yes, yes. Oh, okay. that's it. Because yeah. you went with you went with Sixto, huh? Yeah, oh, okay. that was our first. That we put him yeah. under the shade. Yep. Yes. We put him under the the shade, so that's you right. guys had the extra one. Heck yeah! That's I had crazy. the best spot in the house. Then yeah. I went to see his um uh, his table and all all those figures. I was like, cool. I yeah, a lot of people did. I was just like, <laughs> that's where the, his idea for the podcast came about mm-hmm. at oh. that show. Yeah, that See, exact that show awesome. because we were talking to each individual like uh, vendor, uh-huh. you know, and everybody had their own story. Everybody like, oh yeah, I used to do this and I used to do that. Then I went to a different one. I, I don't know if I talked to you, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, everybody had their story, and I was like. I started thinking like, a little gerbil in my head started, you know, <laughs> running. And, and it's so funny how everybody's interconnected because the guy to my right, his name was Enrique. It's my oh, wife's yeah. cousin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what? And, my, and then he came to my house and my wife was like, yeah, this is my cousin. I was like, oh my God, small world. Because we, we met him at the VFW yes. and then from the VFW, he would, he would always buy stuff from mm-hmm. us and then... Then he found you, and then he would buy, like, he, now he buys from all of us, you know? I know. And then when he found out we was related, I, I think I sold him, like, over 400 DC figures. He came to wow. your house, huh? Yes, a couple of times. And he then, comes, like, every Wednesday, he used to come. More than, I have 458 DC figures, and I didn't collect DC. I had those, I had more DC figures than Marvel, and I was scratching my head, like, I can't do both. <laughs> and then he's like, I only collect DC. And I said, I got some DC, and he's like, I'll take them all. I was like, what? You were there too once. Yes. And he said, I'll take all of them. And I was like, what? And so then I lay, filled the table up again the next week. He said, you got another table for us? I said, yep. He said, I'll take all of them again. I was like, what? <laughs> so I was just like, yeah, he put some serious cash down. But I, 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 one of the embarrassing things that everybody tells me when anybody asks, how do you know James? He's like, yeah, 90% of my collection came from James's house. <laughs> yes. That's what everybody says that. It's like, I know him. I got a big collection to Eduardo of DC yeah, yeah. figures, mm-hmm. some really, really nice of, ones. Yeah, uh, some good ones. I still have them at the house yep. on my shelf. Because they were going to his collection, and he told me, too. He said, these are not going for sale. These are going to my collection. I was like, all right, I'll give you the best deal in the world. Yeah, because I remember, because I was helping you do the research, and I was like, you know, I know what you. this is how much you can get for each one. Yeah, and I then, remember I tell you, the people that can... So I wanted to make that sure because I knew that he would. That I don't. I mean, I don't know how much he had paid for the lottery or anything, but I know people got to get their money. You know, their yep. money's worth, and he did give me a really good deal on those, and I, I'm really appreciative of those because every time that I get home, like you say, I go to my shelf and then I look at my. I look at it like from top to bottom. <laughs> One question: Like all the stuff that is here is for sale, right? Except my collection. Okay. So saying like what goes in your personal collection? Well, it's pretty funny. I was killing myself when I first started buying individual figures. It was too expensive. So I started with the bright idea of, you know, people saying, well, I'm out the game. I want to get rid of everything. So I started buying lots. And, you know, they say lightning doesn't strike twice. But for me, everybody teasing is so lucky because four times I met four people that uh, gave me their whole collection in excess of three, four hundred figures for 
like a dollar figure. <laughs> it happened to me so many times more than I could imagine and I appreciate it, but at the same time, I, am I really lucky with this? So I, uh, what I do now is I display all of the ones, I fill my collection up with everything I want, and then every time I get a new lot in, I, I put them for sale, but the, the, the extra stuff that I like the best, it goes in my collection. So mm -hmm. now it's kind of self-sustaining. I sell stuff, half the money goes for my collection, other half goes to get new stuff for sale. So, and I never intended for it to be a business. Mm -hmm. I just started this from my own man cave, from my own happiness, my zen, the <laughs> place to come. And it kind of evolved <clears throat> from there. Yeah, it's just, it's crazy how, like, how we all started meeting each other. Like he said, it was like fate and stuff. Yeah, you know, it's crazy. It's Yesterday crazy. I went to LA to Frankenstein's, and guess who I ran into? George. George was there. I told you. <laughs> yeah, you told me too. Like, you can, you he came can. up behind me and said, hey, what you gonna do? I was like, yeah, <laughs> how you doing? He told me he was at Frankenstein's, so mm -hmm. I was like, uh, you're probably gonna run into George, because George yep. had told me he was gonna go. He had, he, he's really been wanting me to go with him. I, I wanna go up there, I just, I haven't had the time because I've been busy like yeah. with my family and stuff. So I'm hoping that if my lady leaves in in the summer, she's going <laughs> for vacation. You'll have time. I to have do. time to go up there, at least like once or twice. It's yeah, a candy we, store, I'm telling you. Yeah, it's we want to do a podcast store. up there. Right? Oh, yeah. that would be awesome. We want to get the dudes there. from from Frankincense to do a podcast with us. That so would be awesome. That would if be. They're, nice. If they're listening, uh, <laughs> hit us up, <laughs> please. Yeah, hit us up. I wanted to ask you, I was watching this certain toy show, I'm not going to give the name because they're not paying us for it, <laughs> but uh, they were talking about like these holy grails from Mexico, like Mexico toys. Mm -hmm. Have you ever found any uh, like, you know, like Star Wars figures but that have Mexico, uh, you know? Yeah, actually I paid attention uh, to the um, kind of uh, the pretty famous stars around there, but um, because you know the the difference between the uh, the pesos and dollar mm -hmm. sometimes uh, it's it's cheaper to find the, the to get stuff in Mexico mm -hmm. but uh, all the collectible stuff uh, a lot of people coming coming from here to there they, they start know picking what up it's worth, huh? yes oh, okay. <laughs> but is that is that driving up the prices also well, yeah yes. that drives up the prices but on the on the used stuff like at, uh, loose toys and and that and the flea market yeah. Yeah. That's, awesome. that's the number one market. Yep. The, the they don't know what they have, so yes. you'll, you'll get good they deals. Just, yep. I love great I love deals, <laughs> great great <laughs> deals. I love going. We have a house in Mexico, so I go to Mexico like every other weekend. So I go to every toy store, every flea market, everything they have in Mexico. I was like swap me, and my kids like because <laughs> I'll stop and go up and down see what I can find. I always find something good every single time, every single time. I used to not like to go to the swapping a lot. My wife, uh, mm -hmm. you know, she was the one that wanted to go, and then all of a sudden I was like, ah, you know what, I will go. And then, man, to find stuff that you know you were whenever you were a little kid, like yeah, some, I found like old Transformers. Yes. I, I found a, a old Bumblebee in oh, a little wow. pack of cars that, oh, she, <laughs> and and when I opened it up and it was brand spanking new, nothing wrong with it, no scratches, nothing, wow. and I was like, oh my god, so. I was, I was pretty stoked with that, though. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, you, you can find a lot of stuff. I got this from Mexico. Oh, yeah? The oh. <laughs> from Toy Story. <laughs> I got it for six bucks. They, wow. I looked it up on eBay. It's going for $219 right now. Wow. 
Well, I don't know, but it looks sick. It's like Star Wars themed, right? Yeah, and it lights up <laughs> and it got the sound effects and it opens up and it's a little. Uh, a playset? Yeah, inside? a playset inside. Oh, is it Micro Machines or what is it? Yeah, no, it's the little micro, uh, the little oh, mini. Might be. Uh, yeah, Micro Machines, maybe, huh? That's crazy. <laughs> and just little stuff, you know, some stuff I can't let go, even if I'm just Marvel, there's other things that you see, crazy stuff, you'll see a pinball machine, oh, the or the <laughs> okay. the swap me. that's why I'm a swap me junkie, I, I have to admit, I am. That's where you first bought stuff for me, at the yes, swap meet. Yes, at the swap meet, I, I was like, I, I'm addicted to the swap meet, uh, it's so much fun, one man's trash is another man's treasure, oh, yeah. I 100% believe that. <laughs> I found some cassettes today, then. Oh, <laughs> I found a... Uh, Metallica cassette. Oh, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> uh, Injustice for All at nice. 25 cents and wow. brand new. Like, I was like, I'll take that. I just wow. bought this laptop at the swap meet for 50 bucks. Oh, cool. It works everything? It works perfect. It's That's clean? what we just, yeah. Damn, nice. And you want to know the craziest thing that dude says, oh, it's got a password lock on there. So I press password lock and I just press password and it opens. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So he's like, yeah, I can't open it. I got a password lock. If you can get it in, I give it to you for 50 bucks. And I was like, let me see. And I opened it. And you know, sometimes people don't put a password, but you have to press. Yeah. Even though it says lock on it, you yeah. just press the arrow and it opened. And I was like, uh, I'll take it. Click. Close it back. <laughs> That's a good deal. Now you can do some, some editing or stuff, maybe some videos or something. Yeah. You got you got to do some sort of video on here or something. Everybody tells me that I'm I'm is is well, so I recorded funny. so I could probably make yeah, one for you. I, I I would like to. I mean, <laughs> I I you know how you advertisement. I, my word of mouth is my advertisement here. You know, you come to White House Toys. <laughs> <laughs> everybody, everybody knows he's me. Got, everybody he's got makes a name fun of me. Yeah. <laughs> my wife made that sign too. That actually, nice. she's a White House cool. Toys. I was like, okay, that'll go for RocketCon. She made it for a rocket oh, gun nice. and we used it and I was like, all right. So how did you like rock, rocket gun? Oh, I loved it. I loved rocket con. This is my first time selling it and I had a ball. I, and it took everybody to make me do it. I wasn't gonna go. I was like, nah, it's too much stuff to pack everything. Because Rudy my, had told you. Yeah, you Rudy to told home. me. He's like, come on, man, you can make some money. I was like, no, I don't want to go. And like the week before, I was like, you know what? All right, now twist my arm, I'll go. <laughs> and I got a U-Haul truck for 19 bucks, loaded everything up. Unfortunately for me, all these shelves right across from uh, Toy yeah. Addicts, they were uh, it's a bicycle shop going out of business, and they had all these shelves, all these racks, everything. They like take them free, what? so I took them all and loaded wow. my truck, and I was like, so that was my incentive. I was like, it's fate. Like you said, yeah. sometimes fate steps in and say, because yeah. I I kept saying, where am I going to display my stuff? If I bring all my stuff, I don't have nowhere to put it. How how am I going to yeah. display it? So I got all these shelves for free, and I was like, all right, that'll work. The, the, the thing up. that I'm liking and and it's. I noticed it a lot in, in Rocket Con. It's like the, all all of us that have been going like to the VFW shows and stuff mm. like that. Like how tight we're getting. Like right? you know, there's there we took a like a big. I don't know if you were. were I think he wasn't. Uh, actually, no, because he was all the way on the other side. Yeah, when y'all was taking the group photo. <laughs> <laughs> I know, y'all left me. Because it, it took like it was on Sunday, and mm. then like I think people were kind of busy, but we kind of like. Had the, it was like kind of down at the same yeah. time, so we we're like, let's get it together super fast so we can get awesome. everybody. I saw when I saw it, I was like, oh man, I wish <laughs> I would have been in that picture, but it was nice. That was yeah. really cool. I like that. Like I've, I've never gone to a show either, like especially to show off my stuff, and uh, mm -hmm. these guys invited me, and, I, and oh it was a last minute thing. Like they were saying, oh well, we're gonna get this going, and and he and Javier's gonna go with me, and I'm like. 
I'm going. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, no, like well, Jared right, too. Yeah, Jared too. Jared was like, uh, oh, speaking of Jared, nice. Uh, I like to say I groomed him to be as successful as he is, but he already had it in him. I just made it blossom a little bit. I was like, dude, you, you can't stop. You're so good. Uh, I, and I told everybody, literally everybody came here. They love my stuff. I said, here's the number of the guy who made this stuff. If you want to know he's a kid, he'll work with you. He's got the best prices you'll ever find because if you go on eBay and look at some of the prices of the dioramas on there, excess of two, three hundred dollars. And they're not even as good as some of the stuff he makes. And he puts an effort into it. And He's getting better. Yes, he's getting... I, I could show you the first diorama he made compared to the dioramas he make now. We and you can see the growing... We need to do it before and after. Yeah, before, before and after. <laughs> you can see some of the stuff that he made in the beginning. Even you, some... Oh, so I'm, I didn't mean to cut you off, but did you, were you the one that picked up the Mortal Kombat one or he or No, he got that for somebody else. Yeah, I, okay. I, because when he was making it, he was telling me because he's like, hey, do you mind if I hold off for a second on the diorama I make for you? This guy wants a Mortal Kombat one and he really wants it right away. I said, no, no problem. I'm not in a rush. I'm not going away. You know where I'm at. So he was like, okay. So yeah, he, he showed me everything that he makes. He, he sends me a picture. He says, what do you think of this? What do you think of this? And I'll tell him, I'll say, well, this looks good, and now he's trying his hand at painting. So he's he's graduating. He's doing much a yeah. lot better. Yeah, it's a, uh, whenever you're doing customs, especially yeah. whenever you're starting off, it it is kind of difficult to like put a price on it. Yeah. You know, the price you really want doesn't compare to the effort that you that you know, put into yeah, it. Yeah, because I mean, yeah, people are gonna be like, oh, I don't want to, and then that kind of like brings you down because. And it happens to me with a lot of the stuff that I do. Like your I stuff do. is fantastic. <laughs> you can say that, but I look at your stuff. I was like, every time I think I saw something, I walk up and I see like when I came here, Buffalo Sons was like, "You did these?" He's like, "Yeah." I was like, "Wow!" I was blown away. It made me go back and say, "You know what? I need to add something else to my collection." <laughs> but you know, at the Rocket Con, I had a guy come up to me and say, uh, "I want to thank you uh, because because of you, uh, I." And he was like my, like my age and uh-huh. older uh, that I started playing with cars now. Again. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, dang, that's pretty cool. Like, uh, I appreciate that. But yeah, that thing with the, you know putting the prices on yourself is like you, you know. Uh, what I think is worth is versus what somebody else think it might be worth to them. Yeah, exactly. yeah. for Jared, I think for him, I just told him, you know, do what you feel comfortable mm-hmm. with because yeah. I think with him, he feels guilty. Because he knows that he can do a better job in the future. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't want to increase his prices. But I told him, like, just keep You're charging right. whatever you People want. People are and then, still like, going to pay for know. his stuff no matter what. He's, oh, yeah. he's already known through all the communities. So no matter what he charges, if he puts some effort into it, they're going to pay for it no matter what. Well, he's yeah. going to get better because he's going to add, like, more little mm-hmm. stuff to it. You know, I think you bought the last one where he put, like, the magnets and the... Oh, yeah. Um, That's that diorama down there with, with the, the lights and stuff. And, and yeah. the lights. So. He got lights on it. He got everything. And it's fantastic. I loved it. And the Spider-Man one too. Mm-hmm. The Marvel. What is? Sorry, this guy is Gallo. He's my one of my best friends. Hi. He he's he's like the the collector showroom official cameraman slash <laughs> part time. You know. Um, <laughs> so he'll he'll, he'll be he'll be making hopefully the trips with us out to Frankincense and stuff to to help yeah. us record. But cool. he has a question for James. I see a lot of toys here. What is your favorite toy? Uh, from your it's funny. Everybody always asks me that. I have a lot of figures. I have about 1,400 figures total. And I, 
it's hard to say. I like all of them, but believe it or not, my favorite figure here is probably the Destroyer from the Thor movies. Odin's father uh, inhabits the body of the Destroyer. That's his, he, he created him. And I don't know why that's my favorite figure out of everybody because it's stronger than anybody and everything. It's made out of the same material that Thor's hammer is made out of. And so nothing can stop it, but if you go inside of it for long enough time, it'll drive you mad. So, but it's the most powerful weapon they have. And when I first got him, somebody gave him to me a little six inch Marvel Legends one as a, a, a gift because I told him that was my favorite figure. And then I found the Marvel Select one, which blew my mind. So that's, <laughs> that's in my collection. And that's the one that you could offer me a thousand dollars and I won't part with it. <laughs> that's no matter grill. what, that's my, well, that's, that's how much I had, a thousand, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't gonna go higher. But, uh, yeah. So, um, what are you guys looking forward to as far as like the community or like just in general your figures that you guys want that you guys are looking for? I like the fact that we have the little get together since we don't have uh, the VFW going on anymore. That. A lot of the collectors are saying, you know what, let's have a little small thing at my house or at, yeah. at the park. And, and it's a word of mouth thing. Everybody knows, so everybody will make a pass. Every time I have something here, somebody else is having someone else like, hey, yeah, go check out, you know, Ed and Ben's yeah. thing. And they'll say, oh, go check out James when you leave yeah. here. So we all interact. It's interchangeable, and I love that, I think you know. The, I think, like, hopefully in the near future, I know if at least sometime this year, I don't know when, because... Like, we've been struggling and dealing with a lot of things. Like, Ben has mm -hmm. been going through oh, his yeah. thing. And, and like, he, Javier has been busy, too. I've been busy myself. So, we're just trying to coordinate somehow to, so that we can have a toy show at a venue, too. So, because I know the VFW, I don't know how, how many times it's going to happen per year now. Just because of the the seller's permit stuff. But, yeah. um, I know that, um... Maybe we can do one, and then maybe they can do one, and then that way the we permits can keep are going, probably yeah. not, not too uh, related or stop us, like, the flow from... I heard if you the, just change the wording in there, instead of saying sale or anything, you put uh, trade show, that that uh, like eliminates the need for having a seller's uh, permit. permit and stuff, because you're not selling anything. It's basically a trade show, and if somebody offers you money for something, then that's different. It yeah. doesn't fall under that same category. That's why when I used to sell out the swap meet, they say, "Hey, I sell, sell out, you know, one of those temporary permits that you have." Yeah. And you just say, "What are you buying, selling, or trading?" And I was like, "Yeah, it's a trade stuff." And they're just like, "You don't need this." So, I mean, I think it's a play on words legally, but I think we could come together as a group with all the communities that we have. We could make up something in a spot somewhere, and you know. We could do our own thing. We could do our yeah. own rocket kind. I think we have the ability to get. We have enough knowledge and have people and enough have, you know, things to, to put to something together something bigger, to do something yeah. big that would be really good for us and our community here. Yeah. You know, maybe we can bring some other communities. Like, cause I, I know you know Victor Victor mm -hmm. Maldonado. Yeah. He was yeah. telling me that um, there was something similar to like this that we're we're trying to do um, up in LA or something. Yep. And I was like, maybe we can do like some type of collaboration or something, you know? You want to know something funny in LA at their swap meets, they have tons of people selling toys there. There are uh, 
You know how you, you lay your stuff out? We go out there occasionally. There are dedicated people that have, like, toy stores out there. Yeah. That, uh, just action figures, loose, boxed, everything out there. I went to about three or four different uh, swap meets in L.A. I stayed there the whole weekend, and I must have seen at least a dozen people just selling toys. It's really, really popular at the swap meets in L.A. Because there's so many people there and so many collectors that they never. And then with Frankincense added, it's like, huh. It's like going into it. Heaven when you go up there, so I always have a good time. The only thing is traveling around. Getting around in LA is murder. Yeah. It's so big, and it's an hour to go, you know, five miles. Yeah. It's like, oh, It'd be crazy we can have our own fragrances. Yeah. Do you know what? My wife said that. That's so funny. She said, you know what? If you got a couple of people to invest together and rent out a warehouse, because you know how it works at Frankincense. They're only open on mm-hmm. Wednesday and Saturday. So that means uh, eight times a month they'll be able to sell. But they charge a flat rate of $500 a month. And you have the ability to put your stuff out there eight times a month. And they just rented out that building. And then they rent each vendor 500 And they have over 500 vendors in there. You multiply by that the money. They don't even use electricity on the days they close. So eight times they have to pay electricity. Uh, water and all of that stuff and the rest of the time they just collect the money so they get money hand over fist in there man it's like just imagine if we found it doesn't even have to be that big but some place like a warehouse or a, a 99 cent store that went out of business or something like that and rented yeah. out that space and or we just rented the, <laughs> rent the booths yeah rent the booths to everybody in there clean it all out and rent the booth to everybody how many people do you think will set up a booth in there on a regular basis and I don't know. I know in LA it's really successful because they have so many people. In yeah. San Diego, I don't know. It's just I think the the community has really grown in this last year oh, yes. and a half, pretty definitely, much. Definitely. Because I remember when I first started back in two thousand eleven, like when I first started like buying and reselling and stuff, uh-huh. the community was kind of small, and then like its offer up was introduced. I I can't remember when it came out, but it was like. I, I know I was one of the first people on there, oh, yeah. and like I, I got a lot of freaking <laughs> stuff on on there, and I met a lot of people through there. Yeah, but it was like it was weird because I didn't collect in the beginning. I didn't buy a lot of Marvel Legends or like mm-hmm. stuff. Like I would buy more Nintendo stuff, like Nintendo Amiibo, and um, cause those they were easier to get than the Marvel Legends, and they were cheaper. <laughs> so I would go to like Toys R. I was in I was in like uh freaking college at like mm-hmm. SESU and I would like ditch school to go and buy and like wait outside in line at like 6 or 5 in the morning to get those amiibo and then I would trade for the ones that I wanted and resold the other ones and they were like easy sales because they would only make a certain amount mm-hmm. and then they would release them on that day and then right? and then like a lot of people would show up it was crazy and then those people some of them turned out to be like going to the Funko stuff and then some of the other ones I met um, back at uh, at the action figure places but I was strictly just Nintendo stuff pretty much like for a while yeah you know I didn't I didn't think there was a lot of potential for loose figures but there is like that, that's the thing that got me so successful I met three people that were selling box figures and they were selling them for you know regular prices 
But then he goes, oh, I have some loose figures, but nobody really care about loose figures. If you want, you got them for a dollar each. <laughs> and he had like 400 of them. So I could pay $400 for 25 box figures, or I could pay $400 for 400 loose figures. And so I say, you know what? I'll take the loose figures. And they look at me like, really? And I say, I'll take them all. And then I did it like three times in a row, and my collection went all the way up. And then when people started seeing them, they're like, yeah, these are $25 in the store. I said, well, mine are $10. And they're like, what's the difference? And he's like, yeah, what is the difference? A box? I'm going to throw the box away. I'll take this. And I, and it just started growing and growing, and then it got crazy because people a, a lot of people now prefer loose figures oh, they say i don't put them on my display so the box is just kind of like yeah. in the way i have to throw it away i gotta open it but because my thing i have all accessories i keep all accessories to everything even though if they're loose i have everybody got yeah. their knives or their shields or their it things the same way and they make them happy that makes everybody happy there and then the other thing that became so popular was the parts. Build the figure parts. I yeah. got tons and tons of build the figure parts. I got a bag full of heads. I got a handbag. I got a leg bag. A, mm -hmm. a torso bag. And that's what they do. Okay, I want these figures. Now let me see what I can build. You know what's getting uh, a little bit popular too? It's slowly creeping up. And Eduardo started it too. Was uh, taking pictures of the figures. That, oh, yeah. But like action shots. Action yeah. shots. You, you know who got me into that? Rudy is the king of action poses. Oh my goodness. <laughs> He's the one who... Uh, he poses my stuff sometime when he'll be here. He comes all the time. So I'll, I'll go out and I'll go somewhere and I'll come back and I'll see all my figures in, in, in poses. And I'm like, wow, did you do that? And he did it at RocketCon for me. And it was so cool because he comes up with the most amazing. And Rudy Jimenez, if you ever see his collection, he I don't know how he does it, but he has the ability to put his figures on a wall with a thumbtack yeah. and make them look like they're flying yeah. or they're, they're in a, a, in a jump in pose or something. Yeah, in yeah. an action pose. And, I have yet to master that. I can't do it. I, I, said I have to put some crazy glue on their feet to make them stick in my wall. But he does it like flawlessly. All right. Well, I think we're going to have to give it a wrap just because I'm running out of space on my phone to freaking uh, record more. And I'm trying to um, do the, the video portion. I'll probably have it up uh, after the audio version because uh, the audio version is due to be uploaded tomorrow so I, I need to work on that as well um thank you for for coming by both of you well uh, thank you for hosting us at your house thanks and, for coming by and you were already here so you got you got blended <laughs> into right. the into the conversation thank you for, for letting me improve <laughs> <laughs> there you go james you were in the military so thank you for your service also not a problem i appreciate it and thank you guys for keeping this beta going this is awesome i think you in time you have you'll have interviewed everybody and everybody yeah. can be part of this and well i think you know, hopefully like if something bigger happens then maybe we can expand you know we're, we're like we're i'm willing to take a couple trips maybe a couple couple times a year to do some Yes. Some in LA or something. You never know. You awesome. know. You never know. That's right. Or even some it's how things start off. Start off here, and next thing you know, they're all the way up there. So yeah, we'll see what happens. Keep it yeah. going. Don't let nothing discourage you. And this would be awesome. All right. Thank you again, James. Awesome. Thank you again, James. Well, for episode eleven, this was Eduardo and Javier Puente. James White, Luis Moreno. Mm -hmm. All right, Beta. You guys have a good one. Yeah.